Hello all, welcome or welcome back to and everything in between. I'm your host Mela. So now it is officially 2022 and since of course it's a new year, it's January 2nd, I wanted to make an episode about the new year and creating new year's resolutions and talk about my opinions on those because I think sometimes people can go a little too far with like new year, new me. So I just wanted to talk about that. And I also wanted to share some of my own resolutions for this year. So let's get into today's episode. Number one, for New Year's, there's so much pressure being put on New Year's to make it your best year and to set all these goals. But if you're only setting goals once a year at the end of the year, then you're only leaving room for growth one time a year. And you're not allowing yourself to grow throughout the year. You're just saying, okay, now let's look back on the entire year. Oh, here's some common trends I'm noticing. Like maybe I'm noticing that some of my problems with this year or whatever was caused because I was procrastinating. So maybe one of my resolutions is going to be to procrastinate less. But If you're only now reflecting on this and saying, oh yeah, now I want to procrastinate less, then you haven't allowed yourself to grow at all that entire past year. So I think for me, what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to make monthly resolutions with goals for each month, which force me to reflect at the end of each month and allow for growth throughout the year and not just once the year is over. Because I think... When we actually take a chance and look back and reflect back, that's the only way we can grow. But if we are reflecting after the whole year is over, then we haven't allowed that growth to happen. So I think this year, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make monthly resolutions. Like, I made my general New Year's resolutions, but I'm also going to make resolutions for the month. So... I have my resolutions for the new year in general, but those also apply to January. And so at the end of January, I'm going to reflect back and think, okay, so which of these resolutions was I actually actively reaching towards? Which was I actually involved in and really trying to maintain? And let's say one of my resolutions this year is actually to write at least once a week. Let's say I haven't written anything this entire January. So that's going to be my goal for February. I'm going to keep it on the list. But let's say another one of my resolutions was to go on TikTok um, no more than 20 minutes a day. Let's say I'm doing really good at that. I'm only going on TikTok five to 10 minutes a day. So I don't really need to keep that on my resolutions for February because I'm already doing so good at it. It's become a habit now. And of course, I want to keep that up. And so I'll keep that in the back of my mind, that resolution. But in general, I don't need to include it on the list because I'm trying to ingrain it into my mind and make it become a habit. And I think that's part of the point for New Year's resolutions is one, you want to improve yourself whether that's maybe with your personality or how you act around others. Two, maybe you want to improve your hobbies or 
your habits. I think habits are a big part of this. If you're trying to make it a habit, it'll become a habit once you do it every day and you don't have to think about it anymore. So if I am finding myself that I'm barely going on TikTok when I used to be going on TikTok for two hours a day or three hours a day, then I know I know that I've made going on my phone less and less a habit and I'm not really going to break that habit unless I really try. So I think that's really beneficial and I would actually advise you Whoever's listening to this, I would advise you to make monthly goals because it does force that reflection, which enables growth and it allows you to grow throughout the entire year. So that's just my take on that. And I think that's something I'm going to try this year because whenever I do New Year's resolutions, let's be honest, does anyone ever stick to their New Year's resolutions? Because I don't think I ever stick to mine. Like I think about them and I'm like, oh, oh, I had this resolution, blah, 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 but I don't actually stick to it because it was like six months ago that I made it. And so it's not that fresh and new to me anymore. And it's like six months ago, eh, I still have time. I still have six months in the year, right? So I think these monthly resolutions will hopefully try to fix some of that. But another thing I've been noticing that a lot of people have been saying, and it kind of makes me feel bad about myself, is people saying, oh, you know, this was the best year, insert year here, was the best year ever, 2021 was so good, and it can almost be depressing to see that and be like, how is everyone out here having the best year of their life, like, am I the only one that hasn't had an exceptionally good year, and I feel like this goes along with this whole mindset that when you go into a new year, it has to be perfect, But spoiler alert, no one can have a perfect year, you know? And when we put pressure on ourselves to have this perfect year, it's not really living life because life isn't perfect. You don't, I've never met anyone that has a perfect life, no bumps in their path. Everything just goes smoothly 24-7. That's not realistic. And if we keep constantly saying, oh, I want this year to be the best year ever. It's going to be the best. We set ourselves up with these huge expectations and we expect that this year is going to go great. And if one bad thing happens, we let it spoil our entire thing because we already had this mindset that we were going to make this year the best. But while I think being positive in small doses can be a good thing, being overly positive, not being realistic, and creating these false expectations for ourselves can ultimately backfire on us because we're expecting a great year. Let's say one thing happens. Let's say, um, what's a bad thing that might happen? Let's say you get a really bad grade on an exam you needed to pass or something. That could spoil your entire year if you're already going into it saying this has to be perfect. This will be my perfect year. And every year, every year, it makes us think, oh, look at all these bad things that happened. And I said at the beginning of that year, it was going to be a great year and 5,000 bad things happened to me. So this year was overall just a horrible year. Again, we can't just say we had a bad year. You know, we're going to have some bad things in each year and some good things in each year because that's just life. Life isn't just going to be one perfect road all the way down. You're going to have a few bad things, but 
that doesn't mean we shouldn't let it spoil our entire year and let us think of that year negatively. I mean, there are going to be some years that are overly negative and some years that maybe barely anything bad happened to you, but it's unrealistic to go in to a new year with those expectations is what I'm trying to say. So if you're feeling a little like me and you're like, dang, everyone else has had this perfect year, they have not had a perfect year. No one can have a perfect year. Bad things happen to everyone. And it's not like saying, oh, don't worry, Stacy's dog died, so it's okay. You don't have to worry about her. She she actually didn't have the perfect year. <clears throat> she actually didn't have the perfect year. I'm not trying to say that, like make it seem bad, but I am saying just know people that say they've had this perfect year, bad things have happened to them too. And these things happen to everyone and it'll happen to you, but it's just part of living life and we just have to keep going with it. So that's just an important mindset to keep in mind. And I'm partly reassuring myself when I say this because I'm like feeling bad about my year. I'm like, hmm, what did I do this year? But everyone has those bad patches. And then, like I said, um, I already talked about this, but of course we need to stop setting ourselves up with these huge expectations for a new year and just live life because I think that's honestly what I'm doing this year. I'm not going to say 2022 is going to be the best year of my life. I'm going to say... I hope 2022 will have many positive things and when I think of it, it'll be attributed with positive things that have happened to me, but I'm not going to say it's going to be the best year ever because then we go into the new year on a high with all these high expectations and if you're already at the top, you're already at the top of a roller coaster going in, the only way down you can go is down or the only way you can go is down. That's what I meant to say. So it's just about making sure we don't come in with huge expectations and we know that we're just living life and life has good and bad things that happen. It's not just going to be perfect all the way through. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about with that part. But I also wanted to talk about the culture of New Year's. And when I say the culture, I mean when there's a new year, we often have some of these sayings that we say before heading into the new year. And one of them is new year, new me. And that's kind of part of new year culture. But another thing is when people say this new year is a fresh start. You know, it's a fresh start and a fresh start means I'm cutting people off from my life. I think, I don't know. I think this can be a very good thing or a very bad thing, depending on who you're cutting off from your life. But I don't think we should just use, it's New Year's to say, okay, you're out, see you later. Unless it's like certain circumstances where the person's really like toxic for you. But if it's like a friend and you've been going through some ups and downs recently, you can't just cut them off and say, well, it's a new year, see ya. Like, you have to handle it in a mature way, and cutting people off from your life just randomly, no explanation, who don't really completely deserve it, who aren't completely horrible people. I think that is a toxic part of New Year's and this New Year quote-unquote culture. If you want to cut someone off from your life, you can't just use the excuse as New Year's. And I'm not saying don't cut people off from your life, because sometimes... 
that's really the only thing that's going to make our quality of life improve. But if you want to cut people off from your life, you have to handle it in a mature way. And handling it in a mature way means that you actually have a good reason, a valid reason, and you talk it through with them and say, hey, I don't think this friendship or this relationship is going to work out because of blah, 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 and you talk it through and you peacefully let them go. You don't just cut it off with a butcher knife and say, okay, bye, unless, of course, they're really, really toxic people. But anyways, I think that whole culture of New Year's can get a little bit, mm, a little bit sketchy because if you're going to cut someone off, you've got to have a good reason and they don't deserve to just be cut off with the explanation of it's New Year's and I don't like you anymore. You know, like if it's a new year, you should be handling relationships in a new way. Think of it that way. That was just something I'm thinking about. And me and my friends were actually talking about cutting people off from your life. But I'm thinking to myself, cutting people off randomly, I don't think people deserve that. You know, they always deserve an explanation. Like what, where did I go wrong? Or why hasn't this relationship worked out? So there's always an explanation that is mostly deserved, unless of course, again, they're a really horrible person. So that's just my take on that. But like I said, it can either be really good, they were really toxic, you needed them out of your life, and now that you cut them off, you just stop talking to them, that could actually lead to a better quality of life. But if it's like a friend and you've just been getting in fights, but they're not a horrible person, I think they owe you, or I think you owe them a little bit more of an explanation, a little bit more of a good reason for just cutting them off. Because just blatantly cutting someone off, it doesn't make you a better person, right? And there's a better way to go about that. Again, my, just my take on cutting people off. Now, the biggest thing in this episode that I wanted to talk about is this saying, new year, new me. And I have a lot of problems with this saying. And I actually use it sarcastically sometimes where if I do something normal out of, the, out of my normal habits, I'll be like, new year, new me, but I'll say it sarcastically because there's a few reasons why I don't like this saying and I think it's part of this whole culture of New Year's that turns toxic really quick. You don't need, first of all, just a PSA, anyone listening to this, if you are feeling like horrible about yourself, like I need to just completely change myself for the new year. Like I said before, the new year the whole idea behind this and creating these resolutions is about improving things that are important to you, that matter to you. Maybe you want to become more patient. That's an attribute of your personality that you just want to improve. You're not completely changing it. You can't change everything about yourself. You're you for a reason and saying, I'm just going to come become the complete opposite person I am now, like that. That is not going to work. It's not realistic. And again, you're going to go into this new year with these high expectations that if I change my entire personality and everything about myself, then this new year is going to be the best year ever. You're at the top of that roller coaster. The only way you can go is down, no matter what. So I think when we go into this year saying we need a brand new you, you don't need a brand new you. 
And we need to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to create this new version of ourselves. You are who you are and your personality is what it is and you have interests and these might change over time, but you're not going to completely flip them just because it's a new year. Your interests develop over time and they change over time and that happens naturally. Now, it may be sped up by certain factors like you just feel like you're bad at that area and you just don't want to be bad at a sport you play or bad at a hobby you have or whatever and that may speed up the process of changing interests but just saying you're going to completely switch it like that and become this amazing version of yourself you're riding that high this false expectation that you're going to be the best version of yourself you can be so when you slip up one time it's going to send you crashing down because you had too many high expectations for yourself So that's why I really don't like this saying, new year, new me. We have to stop putting that pressure on ourselves and just say, here are a few things about myself that are only important to me that will affect my happiness. It won't affect someone else's happiness. And if if you want to change parts of your personality or parts of yourself for someone else, then you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. New Year's is about making your quality of life better, not someone else's quality of life better. And it's not supposed to be a whole new version of yourself. It's supposed to be small things that are adjusted over a year or over a few months or however long, however many increments of time. And gradually, over time, you begin to change for the better. But you don't just suddenly become this brand new person just because it's a new year. This process takes a long time and setting ourselves up with these expectations that we're suddenly going to change because the date is different is really unrealistic and we have to stop acting like that's going to happen. And if we set too many expectations for ourselves, that can become restrictive. If you have this expectation, you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day then you're going to journal, then you're going to go on a walk, then you're going to do schoolwork, then you're going to exercise, then you're going to make yourself a really healthy lunch and never eat any dessert ever. Those are so many expectations. Those are way too many expectations. You're changing your routines, you're changing your habits, you're changing the way you live all at once. And that can feel restrictive because it's like, I'm restricted to doing only these new habits I've created myself, created for myself. I'm restricted to only participating in these hobbies because I want to make myself interested in them. You can't force yourself to be interested in doing something or to have certain routines. It's all a part of who you are. And if you're not the type of person who wants to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning, you're not really going to become that person because that's not who you are. And if you try to change every little thing about yourself when you don't really want to, it feels restrictive and it makes your quality of life worse. And I think that's a big part of this problem with saying new year, new me. Instead of saying new year, new me, it should be new year, better me, improved me, or new year, better me, for me. You're not becoming a better person 
for someone else. You're becoming a better person for yourself because you want to and you have your own goals. That's the whole point of New Year's. It's not so you become a whole new person. That's completely false. And I think, especially on social media, you see all these videos that makes you feel bad for not changing your entire personality. But you shouldn't feel bad for that. That's not what it's about. And the people that do that don't understand that's not what it's about either. And that saying social media kind of brings up this other point I wanted to make, which really frustrates me when I see videos. And if you're not on TikTok, TikTok honestly has become so negative. If you're not on TikTok, then I would advise you to not go on TikTok because once you're on, you're addicted. I already talked about that in my episode, Get Off Your Phone, because TikTok used to take over my life. Anyways, I mean, it kind of still does, but I just spiraled. Like I was saying, on TikTok, if you're not on TikTok, there's this trend where people are saying they're going to rebrand themselves. I have such a problem with this saying. I'm going to say it again. People, people are saying they're going to rebrand themselves. Number one, you are not a product. You are a living person and you cannot rebrand yourself like a company might or a product might you are a person and rebranding yourself sets this whole toxic expectations of changing your entire personality changing your entire habits when that's not really what you want to do it's not really who you are rebranding yourself is literally the worst saying i've ever heard in my entire life and I just want to say right now, don't worry about rebranding yourself or changing your whole personality. You don't need to be a new version of yourself. You just need to do things that make you happy and improve your own quality of life. And I cannot reiterate that enough because it's so important to understand that this new year doesn't have to be some huge thing where you become a whole different person. It's all about balance and becoming becoming someone that you love and if becoming someone you love means you exercise and eat healthy but you still allow yourself to have junk food because that's what makes you happy then just do it if it makes you happy then it makes you happy it may not work for other people because that may not make other people happy but Saying you're going to rebrand your entire routine when that's not what you want to do creates too many restrictions and barriers on everyday life. And it's just, it's not a good thing. And I hate that TikTok has done that, saying they're going to rebrand themselves. Because you're a living person with a personality who can talk and feel and express their feelings. And you can't change that completely. You can improve different parts of that, but you can't completely change yourself. And that is the most important thing that I wanted to get across in today's episode because it was just frustrating me so much seeing all these videos of people saying, rebrand ourselves. Like you're not a product, you're a person. Just wanted to say that. Again, like I said, kind of summarizing this whole past 10 minutes, I don't know how long it's been. The new year is not about transforming yourself 
It's about making your quality of life better with new habits or hobbies that make you specifically happy. And I kind of elaborated on that already. Just wanted to summarize it in kind of one sentence. The positive thing about this episode, I don't want to sound like negative Nelly. Like, I actually want to say something positive during this episode, not New Year's is bad, blah, blah, blah. New Year's is not bad. I think the whole idea behind New Year's resolutions are actually a very good thing because it promotes self-reflection. And when you're reflecting, reflection then in turn leads to growth. So New Year's resolutions, I actually think, are the best thing about New Year's because when you're doing, making small goals just for yourself, just to improve certain aspects of your life, that is a really positive thing and I think we should embrace that. And if you haven't made New Year's resolutions already and it's January 10th by the time you're watching this or whatever, who cares? Just make them because... They're only positive for you unless you go overboard and you're like, I hate myself and I want to change everything about me. Like, no, you can't do that. Changing those habits, though, some of the habits that are unhealthy or that you don't like, that is beneficial and positive. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, what I'm going to be doing is creating my resolutions every month so that I reflect more on myself and I can adjust my goals accordingly. But if you like the whole idea of resolutions once a year, go for it. Honestly, whatever you like. So I just wanted to share some of my resolutions and maybe get your brain flowing so that you can go make your own resolutions when this episode is over. Actually, I would say when you're done watching this episode, or maybe even now, if you want to make resolutions or you get inspired by mine, just go for it. So I already mentioned a couple of these, but one of my resolutions is I want to go on TikTok for no more than 20 minutes a day. And also a tip before I share some more resolutions. If you're going to say, I don't want to go on my phone as one of your resolutions, you have to make them specific. Because saying I don't want to go on my phone, you need an actual time frame so that you can actually measure how long have I been on my phone? Am I sticking to my resolution or my goal? Because if you just have this I don't want to go on my phone and you go on your phone for one second, that's not realistic. You're going to go on your phone. So you need this time, this time period that you can keep in the back of your mind so you actually know whether you've achieved your goal and it's not too general. So if you're making something like I don't want to go on my phone or I want to work out, how many times do you want to work out? How many minutes or hours are you allowing yourself to go on your phone for? You need to be specific with your goals. And I think that's the most important thing that I also need to remember because setting these broad goals with no time period attached or no amount of times for that goal It's not going to lead anywhere because it's too general and you don't know if you're following it or not because you haven't been specific enough. So that's just a piece of advice I would give when making your resolutions. So again, one of my resolutions, go on TikTok for no more than 20 minutes a day. And I've talked about this so much, but it's just so bad for me right now. TikTok is so addictive and 
for a while I was getting better and not using my phone. I wasn't going on it that much and it was just better for me. But now I'm back to going on my phone so much, like hours a day, just lying in bed, scrolling through TikTok. That's not productive for me. And I mentioned this in my get off your phone episode, but when I do that, I literally feel sick with myself. Like I feel disgusted with myself and I just feel sick, like actually sick after I use my phone for too long. And I started to get bad about going on my phone again. I would just be going on TikTok. Like this winter break, I've literally been on my phone way too much and it's been really bad for me. I should never have done that. It eats away at time that I could be doing things I love. It eats away at time where I would want to be doing my hobbies. And I talk all about this, how finding those good hobbies that you want to do more than going on your phone is so crucial because when I didn't really have those good hobbies, I was like, yeah, I'll just go on my phone. But I'm really trying to not go on TikTok for this new year. And I know it's not realistic to say I'll never go on TikTok because I like going on TikTok for some things to find inspiration for some stuff like decorating my room or whatever. But going on it too much is definitely not beneficial to me at all. So I think going on TikTok for no more than 20 minutes a day is a good resolution. And maybe you can insert a different app. Maybe you go on Instagram too much or you don't want to go on Instagram at all. Make it specific. Say, I won't go on Instagram except to post for myself. Or I won't go on TikTok for more than one hour a day, however long you want to make it. I think that would be a really beneficial goal. Another goal I already mentioned in this episode was I want to write at least once a week. Write for pleasure, not write for school. A little background. I used to write every day. I had like 5,000 short stories. I wrote this novel, actually. I didn't end up finishing it because I just lost motivation, which was kind of sad, but I wrote like 90 pages of this novel when I was in like seventh grade. And I wrote another novella that was like 60 pages when I was in fourth grade. And I just used to write so much. It was like, I loved writing. And I still love writing, but I think partly due to my phone and going on my phone too much, and also partly because of school, I just don't have that much time to write. But every time I write, it just gets my brain flowing and I remember how much I love writing, and I really, really want to write a lot this year. And I actually was researching short story contests because I want to enter a contest because I feel like if I have a contest in the back of my mind, that'll motivate me to write more because I'm working towards something. So I'm going to enter the short story contest, which I'm really excited for. So my overall resolution is just to try to write at least once a week. I'm not going to make it unrealistic and say write every single day because I know I'm not going to write every day, especially if I have a lot of homework or I just don't feel like it. But I know writing is good for me and I always feel better after I write. Like I feel productive and I feel like I'm doing something and I do enjoy writing a lot. So... 
that's, I think, a beneficial goal for me. And I think it's realistic. You know, once a week is pretty realistic. I'm not putting too restrictive expectations on myself, but I'm not saying, you know, right when you feel like it, because that's too general and I know I won't end up doing it. So I think this is a good goal. Also, I wanted to make an episode about hobbies because I think, I don't know, this is definitely not just me. Like, I feel like a bunch of people struggle with this. But in general, I think I haven't been writing as much because I get nervous and worried that my stories aren't good. And what I just want to say, again, reassuring myself here, but maybe this will resonate with you, it doesn't matter if you're good at a hobby or not. What matters is that you enjoy it and you find pleasure in whatever hobby you're doing. And if I enjoy writing and it makes me happy and I love to write, who cares if this story is good or not? It doesn't have to be some amazing thing. You know, if you enjoy playing a sport, but you don't think you're very good at it, who cares? When you enjoy doing it, then keep doing it. It's not about how other people view you and say, wow, are you good at that or not? It's about if you enjoy it and if it's a meaningful way to fill your time. I just wanted to get that across because I think that's honestly one of my main factors for not writing as much is that I'm just worried, what if my writing isn't good and I'm comparing it to other people? Who cares? I love to write and if I'm doing the things I love and it's making me happy, then so be it. I'm going to keep doing it. So just a little piece of advice if you're also struggling with that, if you're going through the same thing. Another resolution I have is to exercise two times a week. And again, I think this is beneficial. I don't have that much time after school because I have homework and I'm just tired. But maybe on the weekends or on Friday or something. And I hate exercising so much. I just hate exercising so much. But I know I need to do it and I know I'm going to feel more refreshed, more clean after I exercise, and healthy in general. So I do want to try exercising two times a week. And again, see, when I'm making my resolutions, I'm saying two times a week, no more than 20 minutes a day, writing once a week. I'm giving specific numbers so that I can actually know if I've been meeting my goal or not. Because if you're just saying in general, I want to exercise, how much do you want to exercise? How do you know if you're actually meeting that goal? So it's really important to create that time frame or the frequency of that goal. Another goal I have is I want to go to bed by 11 p.m. This is going to be tricky. And I've really struggled with my sleep schedule for a long time now. Like, it's been years now. I, when I was younger, I feel like a lot of people went to bed at earlier times. When I was younger, I used to go to bed at like, what, when did I go to bed at? Like nine. And I know that's unrealistic now because I'm older. I have more responsibilities. I have more things I want to get done during the day. And I also have school. So I'm not going to go to bed by nine. But I think going to bed lights out asleep by 11 is a reasonable goal and it's going to be tricky because I normally go to bed at school at 11:30 to 11:45 
but I know my friends, some of them go to bed by 11 and I know other people do it. And if other people can do it that are in the same boat as me, have the same amount of work as me, I know I can do it too. So that's going to be a goal I'm really going to have to try to work towards, but it's something I want to change and it's going to make me happy. Um, another thing, this is a really specific resolution, but when I get into arguments with people, literally anyone, it tends to be over text. And maybe I'll make an episode about, I wanted to make an episode about friendships in general, but a huge part of getting into fights with friends or anyone is it's always 90% of the time over text. Because over text, messages get lost, we don't know what they mean by them, we interpret them the wrong way, and the whole situation just gets blown out of proportion. This doesn't really have a time frame or like a frequency of how much I want to do it because I don't ever want to fight with my friends or anyone over text, but whenever I'm talking with my friends face to face, it's much easier to resolve the conflict then because you can see how the other person is reacting. And it's just so much more healthy when you're going through these friendships to not fight with your friends or anyone else for that matter over text. That's a really specific resolution actually, but it is necessary. And I do want to work on that because every argument I've gotten into has been over text. Like I genuinely... 90% of my arguments I get into with people are over text. So I do want to eliminate that in 2022. So those are just some of my resolutions. Maybe you were jotting some down while you're listening to this or you got some ideas. Hopefully you did. But like I said before, everyone should make New Year's resolutions because it forces you to reflect on your year and you as a person. And it's only when you're reflecting on yourself and your habits and your hobbies that can lead to growth. Growth can only be achieved once you reflect. And if you're only reflecting once a year, you know, maybe that's how you want to do it. But for me, that's not enough. I want to reflect at the end of each month to ensure I'm growing as a person throughout the year. And if you only want to make your New Year's resolutions for the entire year and you don't want to do the monthly thing, then do that. But I highly encourage everyone to make New Year's resolutions because it does make you a better person. And I have, at least for a short amount of time with the year-long resolutions, I have grown as a person and actually been thinking about my habits. Even in December, I was thinking about my New Year's resolutions from the previous year. And even if I didn't necessarily follow up on those as well as I should have, I was thinking about them and that led me to make new resolutions for this year because I was reflecting on this past year, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, and how can I improve my quality of life with these resolutions. So I highly encourage everyone to make New Year's resolutions. I think they're a really positive thing. Again, as long as you're doing it for yourself and you're not doing it because other people said, you know, you're impatient, work on that. Like you're doing it for yourself. What makes you happy? What do you enjoy? And how can we utilize that to make goals? 
those are just some of my resolutions, some of my takes on New Year's and New Year's resolutions. And then the last thing I wanted to say, my last New Year's resolution was to keep going consistently with my podcast because I don't even know if I told you guys, like, this podcast has kept me going. I love my podcast and I love making episodes and I love talking about things that are on my mind. Like, every time I think something that I feel other people may relate to or is interesting to talk about, I jot it down in my notes app because I'm like, oh my god, I need to share this with my podcast. I love making episodes and I think having a podcast has let me talk about things that have been on my mind that I would have kept bottled inside. Like, I wouldn't have talked about this whole New Year's thing and New Year, New Me, all that stuff. I wouldn't have been able to share that with anyone else. But talking about it on my podcast just lets me not keep things bottled up and share my ideas and my thoughts. And so I'm really grateful that I have this podcast. And I don't remember my New Year's resolutions from last year if I had making a podcast is one of them. I think I told you guys how it took me a long time to actually make a podcast because I was so, I was just so nervous to make it and I thought it would fail. I had all these thoughts of failure that kept me from making it. And, but I think at the beginning of March or something, I was thinking about making a podcast. I didn't up making, I didn't end up making it until August or was it July or August? I think it was August. I have to check. But nonetheless, this podcast has been only beneficial towards me and it's kept me productive. I am actually feel like I'm doing something with my life right now, which is good. So that is my last resolution, to keep going consistently with my podcast. And maybe you want to start a YouTube channel or a blog or whatever. I think... Those are great ideas and they're great projects to keep you moving throughout the year. So that is all I'm going to say for today's episode. If you want to have more updates, hear more updates, then follow at and everything in between podcast on Instagram. And yeah, and if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful for that again. I appreciate them all. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.